Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk. Welcome, Renegade Nation. It's time for another episode of Up Close with Chris Tinney. And today, we've got an awesome guest, the founder and CEO of Hemp Inc., the first publicly traded company that's totally focused on hemp. Uh, you may recognize him from previous shows. Some of our all-time best. I think, Bruce, that first show, we did over 30,000 downloads of that show. And you're doing even more today. So before I introduce you to my good friend, let me take care of a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, all our shows are available. Renegade Radio, RenegadeTalkRadio.com. You can go to ChrisTenney.com, T-I-N-N-E-Y, to see all of our archives as well and dive a little deeper into any of the topics like today on hemp and link to some of the past shows with our other guests, including our today's guest, Bruce Perlowin. Uh, Bruce, we've been following you for uh, quite some time here. It's been fascinating. For those of you that don't know, for the listeners out there, uh, Bruce was dubbed the king of pot by the feds when he was arrested. Uh, how, how many years ago was that, Bruce? Oh, geez, Chris, that was about 30 to 40 years ago. Wow. And, and, and since that time, uh, he's been known as the king of pot and people have uh, flocked to him for advice and been part of the movement to help legalize. He started the first medical marijuana company called Mar Medical Marijuana Inc. publicly traded. And he's now uh, going a thousand percent with Hemp Inc., a new, the first company to be totally focused on industrial hemp. And when we last talked to Bruce, he was getting ready to uh, start growing hemp on the East Coast. He had bought a million dollar decortificator, if I can say that right. <laughs> it's a, one of the only machines in North America that can actually process hemp on the scale that it can. But even more importantly, I don't know if it's more important because hemp is pretty important. I mean, it really can heal the planet. If you don't know that, then uh, please educate yourself and go to ChrisTenney.com and under this podcast, look at some of the information there. But Bruce has been at the forefront of helping nonprofits like Spread Peace USA, my wife and I, when we were sharing food with the homeless. He was an integral part of keeping us on the road and, and armed with that uh, food ammunition, beans, blankets, <laughs> and a lot of love that we shared with everybody out on the road. And Bruce, I know you've been passionate about Keepers of the Wild, one of my vegan shows that I did. Everybody is really excited about that project. I had some links to that as well. And you've been a big supporter of the Keepers of the Wild that's in Valentine, Arizona, and even involved in a, in a, a huge new Keepers of the Wild 2 that will be out in Dolan Springs, Arizona with your Ken's Domains. I don't know how many things I could keep going here forever, but I think we'll just check in with Bruce Perlowin, the CEO of Hemp Inc., and say, hey, Bruce, what's going on? Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be back on your show. Um, well, to answer the question, what's going on? Last time I was on your show, uh, we were talking about all the things we were going to do. I, I was going to bring on the largest hemp processing facility, literally in the Western Hemisphere in North Carolina. I was going to build uh, the the um, the Kim's community, which is an eco village, uh, is the best way to describe that. And we were going to build Wild Planet, which is Keepers of the Wild number two. They've been doing this for 25 years, rescuing uh, animals, tigers and bears and lions and uh, elephants and uh, giraffes, even all kinds of wild animals. And so that's what, that's what we said I was going to do. Today, we are doing all of that. I, today, I'm living in North Carolina. We are running the largest, and this, it took well over $10 million in three and a half years. It never took me this long to do anything in my freaking life. I, but that processing facility is online uh, as of August the 1st. So we've been processing for 45 days straight, making a product. We grind up the hemp plant and the canaf plant. Prior to hemp becoming legal in North Carolina, we processed a, a tall, uh, a cousin to hemp called canaf. And we make lost circulation material for the oil companies. 
right? So that's been processing literally every single day, uh, except Sundays, six days a week, uh, giant super sacks. And super sacks is a really tall, um, big sack that you can fit into a semi. It's almost as tall as the inside of a semi. And we've been, we've actually shipped four truckloads out to Texas, which is a distribution spot there, which that this one company is going to break down into smaller 50 pound sacks and sell to all the oil companies. So that's a reality now. At the same time, without even quite noticing it, because it took such a short amount of time and it's such a short amount of money uh, compared to the, the giant mill milling operation, the decortication operation for the hemp, we have a CBD extractor online. It's a new Axion uh, supercritical uh, CO2 extractor, and that's producing as well six days a week CBD oil. Our model for CBDs is not to sell an end product. We want to sell bulk CBD oil to the other manufacturers who will then, let's say, they'll mix it with valerian roots. So if you want to take the CBDs at night and go to, uh, use it as a sleep aid, the valerian with the CBDs helps you. So we just sell to other companies. Um, that's our business model, not to make an end product. At the same time, the Eco Village, which I was actually out there in Arizona, which is 90 miles from uh, Las Vegas, where I was living, um, when I did the last interview, we've got our final site approval done. We've uh, put in 20 miles of roads. We have about 1,500 uh, trees. And some of these, this is the middle of the desert, guys, and you got trees with fruit that's so thick you got to pull the fruit off or break the branches. We're currently fencing in 300 acres because they have free-range cattle out there, and we have to fence them out of our crop area, and that crop area is going to be hemp. We do not wait till they make a legal for hemp in the state. In Arizona, the governor vetoed it last year when we expect it to be legal. We expect it now in January, February. It doesn't matter. It's going to be legal one day. We don't. If we waited till they made it legal to build our infrastructure, we'd be too late. So currently we are um, fencing in 300 acres to grow CBD hemp out in Arizona. The solar array will be up probably in two weeks. That's all been approved. Uh, a frame was built. We wanted to put the solar cells on a frame above the motorhome so we have shade out there. And I didn't realize, well, you got to engineer it, then you got to get approval, then you got to get it permitted and all that stuff. That's all done, Chris. So everything I said I was going to do, wow. which is about <laughs> a long time ago, we are now doing. Wow. Well, that's a lot to unpack there. Let me, let me just break this down piece by piece here. So for people that aren't aware of uh, CBD oil, can you share a little bit about why that is becoming so popular? Articles in Forbes magazine, there's, it's, uh, it's becoming really mainstream. Can you share a little bit about why CBD oils are so sought after today? Yeah, I mean, to, to, to put it real succinct, imagine it's like the new hottest miracle vitamin and mineral. I, you know, every once in a while you hear, you know, acai berry or this, the goji berries or some great thing that comes along in the nutritional world. Take all those trends and put them together, and that's what you have in CBDs. All right, CBDs were first showcased in America by Sanjay Gupta on National TV, where they had bred a marijuana plant to be low in THC, so this little girl named Charlotte, who had epileptic seizures, could take it without getting high, and they increased the CBD. So, and they called it Charlotte's Web after a little girl. She was having 30 to 60 seizures a month. She starts taking Charlotte's Web, and she has none maybe one every 90 days. So Sanjay Gupta, one of the most famous medical doctors in, in today's world, said I was wrong about medical marijuana and about hemp. Uh, CBDs are an awesome uh, product. 2,000 families back then, this is four years ago, 
back then moved to Colorado because they had someone in their family with seizures, whether it was an adult or a child. Well, now you can get CBDs all over America. It started with the seizures. They work great for epilepsy and any kind of seizure disorder. Then they found that it works for Alzheimer's. Then they did more research in dementia. Then it works for post-traumatic stress disorder. If a woman falls down in an old age and breaks a bone, she takes CBDs, the bones will mend stronger than they were before the break. And I, didn't, you know, I think in terms of calcium and magnesium, I had no clue that CBDs would do that. Post-traumatic stress disorder, CBDs work great on a pain. It's an anti-inflammatory. And then CBDs is only one of the cannabinoids in hemp, in industrial hemp. It's in marijuana, but it's more of it's in hemp than there is in uh, marijuana. And it's the healing property of hemp. It will not get you high. Right? So you have THC that gets you psychoactive uh, component to it. That's what you get high. And the CBD is what heals you. But then there's CBGs and CBNs. CBNs is an example. Which is a component in the CBDs as well. Uh, it's the best sleep aid known to man, and it's totally not addictive. So, wow. uh, if you can't sleep, take CBNs as the market matures and they start focusing on just the CBNs. And, and how um, how is hemp ink? So, are you going to be doing CBD oil out there, or people are buying your product to make CBD oil from it? I mean, if somebody wanted to profit from CBD oil, it sounds like hemp ink is is uh, knee deep. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, you want CBD oil, get in touch with us because we are making the CBD oil for the other companies that want to make their own product. Right? Gotcha. And we'll be, then, then after the CBDs, we'll be making CBNs, we'll be making uh, CBGs, CB, CBDA, and, and then a whole variety of different ter- terpene profiles. We can dial We have a very advanced machine, and we can dial in any combination of terpenes and or, CB, or cannabinoids uh, that we want for someone's specific order. Well, Bruce, we're going to unpack some more when we come back from this break. Folks, we're talking to Bruce Perlow, the founder and CEO of Hemp Inc. We just got done talking about his grow operation out there in North Carolina. CBD oils. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about Hemp University. We'll be right back, Renegade Nation. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. This is Up Close with Bruce Perlowin, the CEO and founder of Hemp, Inc. We just got done talking about his grow operation out in North Carolina. With uh, We're going to learn more about that in just a minute. This, the benefits of CBD oils. Boy, I'll tell you, if there's one thing that's really making a, a big difference in people's lives, it sure is what I see happening every day with people that are taking CBDs. And I want to encourage you to, to uh, support uh, networks like Renegade Talk Radio and others that, that carry shows like this. This is why I'm so glad to be off the FCC airwaves, back on the internet, being broadcast if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, uh, whatever podcast player you use. And of course, you can always catch the past shows and current shows at christinney.com. We're up close with Bruce Perlowin today. Bruce, boy, I tell you, you just packed so much in that first five minutes of this show that I'm I'm, I'm going to be unpacking it here till the end. I am so excited to see that it's in operation out there. Tell us more about this farm that's producing all of this hemp and the and where you uh, place the decortification machine. How do I how do I say that? I'm not saying that right. Okay, well, it's more like uh, twenty or thirty farms. Uh, we contract with the local farmers and we grow ourselves. Um, so we we've actually growing. I don't know, close to about four hundred acres. Uh, we were shooting for five hundred and fifty. We may have planted that much. I haven't got the total in yet. Um, and actually, we're now starting to process some of those fields. Uh, and you know, we want to grow our own stuff, Chris. We want it all to be organically grown. 
uh, one of the things I'm demonstrating is um, how to make a how a small family farm can make a half a million dollars a year. And that's the talk that I give on the upcoming Hip University. Because if I can prove, do that economically, show that, I've just brought back the small family farm to the American landscape. And it's very simple. There's three elements. There's a cloning room. So I turned the barn into a cloning room, a greenhouse. We're building the greenhouse out. And on my little five acres here, there's 1,000 uh, CBD plants per acre, so that's 5,000 plants. That's enough to make a half a million dollars a year. That's enough to make everybody a lot of money moving back out to the farm. So, again, we have a close between four and 500 acres growing. Some of it is growing from what we call long stock, and we harvested that for seed. So if any of you, anyone out there wants to buy hemp seed organically grown, well, no, this was not certified organic, but it was not sprayed. It takes three years to get your certification. So those two fields were in the process of being certified, but they're, again, they're non-GMO and, and no chemicals on them uh, this year. Uh, we have 100,000 pounds of seeds in inventory right now that we're looking to sell. Grown in America. Guys, we don't need to import seeds from overseas or from Canada anymore. We're growing them all here in uh, North Carolina and other places. We have 2,000 plants growing in Colorado. We're joint venturing with a group in uh, a small grow in Nevada and in Oregon. But our biggest growing farms are here in North Carolina where our plant is. Well, I think that, you know there's nothing more important than buying local, but I think even more so when you're dealing with any kind of hemp or cannabis product because you saw how California just required uh, pesticide testing because everybody's filling those dispensaries with untested product that, that they test it once and, and then they don't test the following batches. And so a lot of people are demanding that their products come from these small home-based farms that don't use all the chemicals and the same big pharma farming practices. Well, yeah, and we take that very seriously because if you hear what we were just talking about, we we're talking about CBDs treating children with epilepsy. Right. So the CBDs are taken by children with epilepsy. The last thing you want is to have any chemical in there at all. And in our products, there is you'll, we will not even process because we're, we're going for a certified organic processing facility, which is you know a big deal to get. And if we process something that is not organically grown or not certified organically grown, then we got to wash the, the machinery, and the machinery is way too big to do that. So it's either you, you grow organically or we do not process for you. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear that. We need more companies like Hemp Inc. that are demanding that their products be made without all the dangers to our environment and our children, like you mentioned. Now, you're teaching people actually how to duplicate what you're doing. You mentioned about showing people how to bring back the, the family farm on a, on a small amount of acreage and how cannabis can really play a part in making that happen. Um, and what impresses me even more, you're not doing this for yourself to make a bunch of money, which you, you probably will, <laughs> but, you're, but you're actually trying to empower other people and, and show them exactly how to do it through the new subsidiary of Hemp Inc. called Hemp University. Tell us about Hemp University. Yeah, and you know, you, you, we did, you did bring up a very good point. People that have extractors, they, and I, you know, I get invited every, because I'm the king of Potter. Everybody wants to show off their stuff to me, what they're doing. So I get to go and see everybody's extractor, you know, units and, and, and how they run their businesses and look at their grubs. I go, can I take a video? No. Can I take some pictures? No. Right. <laughs> On the other hand, we, not only do I show it every, do a one minute video update on, um, my Facebook page, but we actually have the Hemp University where we teach farmers how to do exactly what we're doing. We teach them how to clone and make a lot of money. We don't want, we, I'm a movement guy. You know, this, this is, 
a, a billion-dollar emerging industry, but it's also a movement. And movements behave very differently than just industries. So we teach people, here's how you clone. Here's an extractor. We will sell you the extractor. I, or we're just the middleman for it. We get 1% or 2%. I want to see more extractors out there. I want to see more hemp infrastructure in America uh, for a lot of different reasons. So we teach through the Hemp University. They're small. They're like 125. We're always sold out. We're having the fourth one at the end of this month on the 30th. You cannot buy tickets. You know, they're sold out a week. You know, we still have a week to go. The next one will have 300 people because it's just uh, this is the fourth time we've sold out, and people are really bummed out that they don't get to go to this because we pull out all the stops. In the last part of the Hemp University, it's in a local hotel or a local uh, – this one's in a country club three miles from the plant. We give a tour of the plant. Remember, this is the largest plant uh, processing facility in the Western Hemisphere. It's 70,000 square feet, and I think we just added another 15, so it's close to 85,000 square feet. We have 50 acres of hemp growing right next door. We show you the extractor. We literally put in glass walls on the extractor so that you can take the tour and you can see a CO2 critical um, extractor working. Um, and then we're going to get a couple other different kinds. We're going to get an ethanol extractor, water extractor. And so you can showcase the different technologies so people can take their pick. And we walk you through. And because I'll tell you one thing. If you're a farmer and you're going to grow hemp, you will fail unless you have an expert to right. guide you. I mean, and the farmers know that they don't know. One guy grew, planted 80 acres, one of our farmers. 40 of them never came up. Why? He planted them too deep. Something as simple as that. Other guys planted the wrong time. You know, they planted too late. Others planted the wrong cultivars. So you, we do have consulting services, and we walk you through exactly how to enter into the hemp industry how to make money in the hemp industry. It's almost a non, it, we're, we're becoming the one, one stop shop for everything from your lights to your irrigation systems to the greenhouses to the cloning equipment. All of that uh, we're bringing to the American farmer. Well, Bruce, so Hemp University, you said the next one's available when? The next one is the 30th of this month. So we're, that's five days away. But that one is sold out, you know. And so the next one will be October, towards the end of October. And if you go to thehempuniversity.com, we'll announce. And do you, do you, come, do you come once, Bruce? Is it like you sign up, you come three or four times? Or is it a, can you just come for the, the weekend? Or tell us a little bit more about. It, it, it's a, it's a one-day event. Okay. It's like $99. It's okay. a one-day event. This one is on CBD oils. The next one is preparing everybody for the 2018 growing season. So it's different every Oh, time. I got you. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. And, yeah. I'll, and, and do you have the schedule up at hempinc.com? Yeah, no, it's on the hempuniversity.com. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Hemp University. Well, that sounds exciting. And so, and what's the next one going to be on that's coming up that's not booked yet? It's, it's, it's the one that's sold out of September the 30th. I mean, the one that's and, available. Yeah, that'll be October, probably somewhere around October the, tw- and the, and the 20th to the, tw- the 30th. Uh, we haven't set the date yet, but that'll be a big one. And, you know, people flew in from 14 states last time. And how many people are going to do it? It looks like it's going to happen the same again this time, although the main concentration is from the North Carolina farmers. Again, people do fly in here from 14 to 50 different states. Um, so, and, and we are sold out every time. We just didn't want to go too big, Chris, in the beginning. So 100 people is not a lot, but, boy, we had a, you know, a sold-out crowd every time. And now we'll move it into the next step. And by the way, that is a nice revenue stream. It, it's not as big as the CBDs. 
you know, we're a public company, so we're supposed to make profits. But the the, the least profitable uh, venture is the educational component, and the educational component is doing is standing on their own and making lots of revenue for the shareholders of the company, which we have over 150,000 shareholders, by the way. Yeah, well, it seems like it's another, a yeah. Well, it sounds like it's a gold rush in the in the whole cannabis and hemp industry, or I should just say, cannabis is all the same plant. But uh, what, what do you th- what do you think the prognosis? Or what's the forecast for the future? You think in this industry, with that average Joe's being able to actually get into it, make some money, and and being on the front end of this? All right, here's my prediction, and it's already coming true, at least in Arizona. Okay, the price of medical and recreational marijuana is plummeting. I mean, I think everybody knows that, and the price of CBD hemp is skyrocketing. Right. So you're going to be able to grow industrial hemp. Right, particularly high CBD hemp, and make more money per, per, for, per pound of buds than you can on recreational medical marijuana. So that's where the industry is heading. And, you know, I mean, I'm a visionary, Chris. You know that. I'm always on the forefront of what's going on. And I saw this ages ago. 42,000 people were applied to grow uh, recreational marijuana in California. The prices are, you know, people are crying because the prices are so low. Meanwhile, hemp which we started full-time four and a half years ago, uh, putting together what, we're do- what we've now got up and running, is skyrocketing in price and in the marketplace. That's awesome. So that's well, the future. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk some more about all the money that can be made in the hemp industry. <laughs> You're listening to Bruce Perlow and the CEO and founder of Hemp Inc. This is Up Close with Bruce Perlow, and we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. This is Up Close with Chris Tinney. And today, we are getting up close with Bruce Berlow and the CEO and founder of Hemp Inc., also the founder of the very first medical marijuana company, publicly traded Medical Marijuana Inc. Talking about his new plant operation out in North Carolina, the biggest hemp processing operation in North America. And you just got done making a pretty bold prediction there, Bruce, that that uh, you're predicting that people are going to be able to grow hemp. That's the non-THC plant. The, uh, the, it's not marijuana. This is the one that doesn't get you high. And actually make more money than they are than they could from growing the medical marijuana. Can, can you talk more about that and the opportunity you see over the next few years? Sure. You know, like every every industry, it ebbs and flows and it goes up. It reaches a peak, and then it starts coming down. Right? Now, marijuana is insatiable. Medical marijuana and recreational marijuana is a huge, giant market. Right? But when you have 42,000 people applying for licenses like they did in California to grow recreational marijuana next year, um, and everybody growing it in these massive, multi-gazillion-dollar grow houses everywhere from, you know, from Las Vegas to Nevada to Arizona to California, you got to peak out. So the price of, of marijuana has been coming down over the over the years. I mean, I remember it was five thousand dollars a pound. Now outdoor grows outdoor is six to nine hundred dollars a pound, right? and that's medical and recreational marijuana. We have an order right now, and for our CBD bud, high CBD rich bud, eighteen percent CBD, which is one of the highest cultivars in America. That is high. A guy who wants to pay between nine hundred and eleven hundred a pound. So my bold prediction is based on the fact that it's already happening. The price of medical marijuana is plumbing. The price of CBD hemp is going through the roof. What Another thing that happened is we used to say, here I saw headlines that said, 
We always said you couldn't smoke hemp. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> All right? In Italy, they're smoking hemp to because of the seed. They're not getting high off of it, but they want the CBD effect going through their lungs instead of sublingually through their tongue. It takes longer. You get it instantly, the, the calming and anti-anxiety effect, you know, the, the, the pain-killing effect of the CBD. And they said when they launched it, they had a 1,000 people an hour going to the dispensaries there to get the CBD mostly, and wow. they had to put barricades up. They were selling one every 15 seconds on the Internet. They had to shut down the site. So that's another indicator. That was Italy. That The Italy people are willing to pay 500 a pound for CBD. Now that's the opening bid. So the prediction is marijuana is becoming old hat, and it's, it's uh, reached its saturation point, and hemp with CBDs and extractors are just beginning to hit the marketplace, and they will eclipse and beat uh, the price of marijuana per pound, uh, for a pound of bud or a pound of flour. And so that's where the opportunity is right now. And that's where what the Hemp University teaches you. We, know we will gladly tell you exactly where to get an extractor and which are the best ones and exactly what nutrients to use to grow your plants or how to clone and what lights to use. What are the best LED, you know, and an LED finally has emerged as the, the best lights to use because the technology is, is good enough now and you're saving a fortune in electrical bills. A little expensive in the front end, but it pays off the first year, just the electrical savings. We teach all that. We teach you where the money is and how to make it. Well, you know, and, and it's great to learn from people that are actually doing it, you know, where you're not in some city building where they've got some grow up, you know, lights and stuff, but you're actually walking out on the, on the soil and the land and talking about, you know, from, from the very start doing it right. And uh, that, that's what I really like about it. We, we are very unique and different in that effect. We take, we give a lot of tours we're going to start doing what we call First Friday. Remember First Friday at Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Right? We're going to do a First Friday of every month to tour the plant and the 50 acres. Right next to our plant, we're growing 50 acres. And we show you that. We walk you out into the fields. We'll take you to a small family farm that's growing 5,000 CBD plants and converting their barn into a cloning room and putting a greenhouse up. We'll show you the greenhouses. It's not secret for us. We're very, very transparent because we're in this as a movement, you know, uh, and we want to let everybody else capitalize on, uh, on on this phenomenal industry. Well, you know, I always get excited when I have you on this show because, you know, you always, uh, for those people that have been following you over the past couple of decades, they should have done pretty well because you were first in on the, on medical marijuana with a publicly traded company. And, and as you said, people are now calling you the, you know, your king of pot is what the feds named you. And that's been your moniker and, and uh, or, you know, worldwide as people have asked for your advice and your help. But now they're calling you the godfather of pot stocks, and that's because you're the first one to have the first medical marijuana pot stock. And now you, I, Bruce, I think you saw this. You just said that the uh, pots, the the medical marijuana prices are going to drop, and the hemp is going to increase. And and lo and behold, you're the CEO of Hemp Inc. You timed that quite well, my friend. That was uh, that was that was pure luck, Chris. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as, uh, it was you, did, you didn't have a chart on the I wall. Heard. You didn't have, you didn't chart that on the wall with all the graphs and the and the teacups and all that kind of stuff <laughs> to figure that. Yeah, out? I sort of I I sort of did. You know, I just didn't know it would work this well. Okay, let's put it that way. <laughs> and by the way, I'm writing my book now. One of the books, you know, not the smuggling stories that that'll come later. But this, this book that I'm writing right now is from the king of pot to the king of hemp, and. Uh, so, because really, after Jack Hare died, which we all owe a great tribute to that, uh, the most incredible man, we would not have this industry if it wasn't for him. 
So kudos to Jack Herrer. But after he passed away, there was no one to step into his shoes. I, I can't step into a, his, his shoes like a giant like he was. But what I can do is build the infrastructure for this, for what he saw coming to happen. We do have the largest infrastructure for industrial hemp manufacturing in the Western Hemisphere, not just North America, but the whole Western Hemisphere. We have a farming infrastructure now, hundreds and hundreds of acres, cloning rooms, greenhouses. We have the educational infrastructure, and we have the extraction infrastructure. So those are the four infrastructures that we've got, and we're doing it, and we're showcasing and teaching everybody else how to do it. Well, that's why I get excited, Bruce. You know, in the name of you know, this show, when you go to ChrisTinney.com to, to, to watch this show or any, you know, on Google Play, iTunes, wherever you happen to be listening to it from, you know, our, our goal is to, in, to introduce you to the thought leaders and the social activists that are actually working to make the world a better place today, but also helping shape tomorrow. That, that's our tagline on this show. And I think you always live up to that when you get on this show, because for those people that don't know, you know, hemp, we, you know, we started out the show just kind of assuming, you know, Bruce, we used to have to spend the first 20 minutes explaining what a CBD oil was and what hemp was and all that kind of stuff. And now people know, and that's because it's becoming so prevalent and, and, and in such demand. And there are so many people rushing to market, but they don't know how to make money with it, or they're just all about making money and the product isn't what it ought to be. It doesn't, it's not tested. It's not grown the right way. And that's why I get excited when I see companies like Hemp Inc. that's growing, you know, helping local farmers, helping people make money, and really helping create a whole marketplace that could really heal the planet. Because for those of you that don't know, you know, hemp was planted the Chernobyl nuclear disaster because it pulls toxins from the soil and actually leaves it better off. You can make over 30,000 consumer goods with hemp. And when you start to learn why the hemp isn't legal, you start to learn that it's because of big pharma, it's because of Hearst, it's because of of, of uh, people trying to protect their cotton industries, then you start to get ticked. You start to realize that we've been lied to and we've been sold out. And you want to do something about it. And you want to help educate people because it all starts with education. And it starts with companies like Hemp Inc. and Bruce Perlowin that are out there posting every day. I don't know of another company that's as transparent as this one. Bruce, you post every day on your Facebook page. I, I, I'm always amazed that you take time to actually share that glimpse into your company and what's happening. And as a shareholder, uh, I, I always feel good when I get to see that and appreciate that as well. Yeah, Chris, we are probably, I'm, I got to be the only, the most transparent public company in the history of public companies. There has never been a CEO of a public company that posts a one minute, it's just a one minute video every single day, somewhere between six and eight o'clock at night, I post a video of everything we're doing. And if somebody goes to Facebook, you know, my personal Bruce Perlow on Facebook page, they just scroll down. If you want to be impressed, you're going to see hundreds of acres of hemp growing, millions of pounds. And in one shot, there's, you know, 10 million pounds of canaps stacked up to the ceiling in a 60,000-square-foot warehouse, another warehouse, not our 70,000-square-foot, because we got that all packed up with canaps. Now we're processing it every day. You can see it being processed every day. You can see the extractor. You can go out to the fields with me and see, you know, this hemp farmer and that hemp farmer. Um, everything we're doing, uh, you can see us giving tours. You can see the hemp university going on. You can see me going to the different events around the country. You know, we are growing in Kentucky. You can see the Kentucky grows. Um, it's really, uh, uh, and, and no one does that. But every single day, a one-minute video on Facebook showing you exactly what this company is doing and some of the equipment, they are, they're all used to it here in North Carolina. I just got here a year ago. Since the tires are twice as high as I am, 
it's scary. <laughs> that is <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll tell you, Fred, you know, for, for uh, I, I'm so excited because I remember when you first said you're, you know, starting Hemp Inc. First of all, it's a cool ticker symbol, H-E-M-P, Hemp. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> and and started this company. And to see where it's at today, you know, with the operation there in North Carolina, connecting all these farmers from around the country, uh, you know, and all the support you've given to all the nonprofits out there. We've done a whole show on that in the past where we didn't even talk about hemp. We were talking about Keepers of the Wild and Spread Peace and um and and you know also michael beck twilight the twilight brigade twilight brigade uh, the clown who's the clown guy i can't remember the clown guy who's, who's that guy oh chris one thing patch adams you know i'm the oh, patch adams story. yeah yeah awesome uh, okay they're growing this year in west virginia five acres of high cbd hemp and we're we're donating the clones to them that they can help finish building the free hospital in West Virginia that Patch Adams is building. So now they're so now it's come full circle from being the largest donor to helping them finish that hospital by providing them the clones to grow the high CBDs up there. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for joining us today. And folks, if you want to learn more about what's happening in North Carolina with the God of uh, the Godfather of Potstocks, go to hempinc.com. Type in Bruce Perlowin on Facebook and you can follow his daily videos. And if you go to ChrisTinney.com and you listen to this show there, you can connect with any of the links below to learn more as to Bruce. Thank you so much for joining us today, my friend. Thank you for having me again, Chris. Love your show. Love you too, brother. Well, thank you, Renegade Nation. This